Welcome to Baseball with Eli and Mark and our yeah. guests, Nolan and Marco. This is episode four. Uh, today's episode is the greatest of all time. Welcome, Eli. How are you doing? Oh, man, never better. As I was writing the, the, my prompt that I usually do for how we're going to play it out, man, I it this episode is going to be absolutely amazing. That's great. And uh, Nolan, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Hey, I saw on Facebook a, a video of your backyard that has a batting cage. When did you guys put that in? Three years ago. Oh, my gosh. I want to go back and be 12 years old again and, and hang out at your house. Same. So... <laughs> I want to go over there this Saturday. <laughs> Pretty fun. That is That's awesome. good. I can pitch to you when curveballs especially me amazing. <laughs> I love hitting curveballs. I smash them. Oh. And, uh, and, and uh, Marco, uh, are you with us also? I am also with you guys. Hello. Awesome. hello. It's good to have some older blood here because our topic today is uh, the greatest of all time. Yes. And, and when you're talking about the greatest players of all time, here's the problem. I grew up watching baseball in the 70s, and uh, the older guys told me that the guys that they watched growing up were way better than the guys that were playing in the 70s. And I'm going to tell you that the guys in the 70s are way better than the guys from today. Oh, man. uh, (laughs) Uh, I put in my chart to mention that the older guys, even the pitchers that we'll get to later, oh, man, they threw – Great stats. They didn't have relievers, mind you, so the game went way faster. It did, and and pitchers used to pitch the whole game. Oh yeah. Uh, there's mm. a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys who pitched. You know, easily two hundred, three hundred innings was nothing mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Okay, so our first topic is the greatest home run hitter of all time, which should be a lock, but it depends on on a bunch of things. So let's start with uh, Marco. Um, who do you like for greatest home run hitter? You know, if we're looking at numbers, you know, Hank Aaron has to be probably one of the top dogs uh, for hitting, even though respect to Babe Ruth for doing what he did during his era. Um, I'm a big fan of, of Hank. Um, and, you know, even with everything that went down with Barry Bonds, and the steroids and the steroid era, I, I do believe that Barry Bonds um, is was probably uh, one of the greatest hitters of my time, uh, being you know born in the late seventies, uh, watching baseball as a kid in the eighties and nineties. I just you know Barry Bonds just a unique hitter, and uh, you know whether he cheated or not, he just uh, is a great hitter. Eli, what's your take on Barry Bonds being a Giants fan? Well, my take surprisingly may kind of shock you who people who like the Barry Bonds and respect his numbers. I totally respect his numbers and everything. But I just think because of his steroids and with, like, Mark McGuire, they had spots where I'd say looking at his stats with – like the drug steroid era, I'd kind of vote him down from Hank Aaron. Okay, so you put him up there in the top. So it would be your number one, two, and three. Uh, it'd probably go. Uh, 
Albert Pujols, and then Hank Aaron, then Barry Bonds. Oh, you like Albert Pujols now? Yes. His number his numbers aren't quite as high as someone like Hank Aaron, but you yeah. put him up there. Why Why did you put Pujols up there? Well, why I put Pujols up there is because he didn't uh, cheat with steroids, obviously, but he was mellow and he played the game not just for a living, but he also played it because he enjoyed it. It wasn't like, oh, yay, now I'm rich and now I have the money. Yay, I'm famous. It was more like I pl- I'm playing this game for fun. I play this game because, well, it's been my dream hood my entire life, and I continue that dream hood. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about later about what criteria you use to say is the greatest because does it really matter if – I can understand, like, not counting a guy because he was using steroids or he cheated, but does the way a, a player acts off the field affect whether he's really the greatest at his sport? No. So if you can look at straight numbers or you can look at he's a, an overall better player or a, a nicer guy. Um, we'll get, later we'll be talking about the greatest of all time. And a good example of this is Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb put up records like nobody's business for his era. He dominated his era, mm-hmm. but he was, known, he was known to be a nasty, nasty guy. He would go into second base with his spikes up. He would spike people. He was uh, kind of like the Manny Machado of the time. Yes, I agree. So, Nolan, so who's your pick for greatest home run hitter of all time? Um, I got to say Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, and Barry Bonds. If I had to pick three, those would be my three. Even though Barry Bonds cheated, he still was a great hitter. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say how many he would have hit without the steroids. I'll tell you, uh, he'll hit. Without the steroids, he would have hit a lot more than I would have. I can tell you that yeah. for sure. Well, and, the, and the argument is, you know, yes, the steroids allow players in all sports to recover faster, get stronger. Uh, mm-hmm. But honestly, you still have to have the skill set to be able to uh, hit a small ball with, you know, a piece of wood. And that's in itself extremely difficult. And he wasn't having issues doing it before steroids, but, you know, of course, that probably contributed to, you know, uh, the distance of the ball would travel, but, I mean, he was clearing the fence. It's like, you know, like nobody else was doing. So, um, you know, it's yeah. hard to hit a baseball, and I believe that, you know, even though he is, you know, been talked about for the Hall of Fame. I think he's going to get pushed off a little bit, you know, um, because of the whole steroid problem. But, you know, as far as being a sure. good hitter, he was mm-hmm. an, he was an awesome hitter with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, he was an awesome hitter with the Giants. Um, you know, you mm. just can't take that away from him. Yeah, now um, I'm going to I'm going to go off the charts here. Well, nobody's mentioned Willie Mays. He's he's kind of on the list. Oh, yeah. uh, he makes the, t- the top few. I'm going to bring him up there a little. Yeah. yeah. If you want, you know, great player. Um, I'm going to put uh, number one over Hank Aaron. I'm going to put Babe Ruth first and Hank Aaron second. And I'll tell you why. I, I watched Hank Aaron play. Um, I remember pretty vividly seeing him uh, break Babe Ruth's record in Atlanta. And I think it was around 1974. But the reason I'll put Babe Ruth ahead 
is because of his dominance in the game. Um, Hank Aaron put up better numbers, but he, he never led his team to a to a World Series title. Um, he didn't uh, he didn't lead uh, lead a, a great team. He was sort of singled out as a uh, you know a statistical anomaly for most of the years. He, he was a great player and he he did do great things, but overall, uh, I think Babe Ruth just dominated his era. Uh, and, and he dominated the sport. We'll talk about him a little bit later. Um, so let's move on to uh, and one thing about the when you're comparing Babe Ruth to uh, to someone from a later era like Hank Aaron or Barry Bonds, you have to look at the pitching that they faced. So you could say the pitching uh, was not nearly as good that Babe Ruth faced, but Babe Ruth still dominated every other hitter in his era. So I'd moving like on to, to pitching. Add one more thing to that before we move on to Go pitching. Uh, yeah. Why I kind of voted Barry Bonds down was because of the steroids, but also like Babe Ruth, why I'd vote him down is because they stayed up late and like Babe Ruth got suspended a little for what he did. But something I see is that yeah, he may have been good on the field, but it was off the field that kind of struck me like I'd vote him down a bit. Yeah, there's a lot of stories about his off-the-field antics, um, which to me, as a baseball player, um, makes him even more of a legend. If he was, let's say he'd go out late and get drunk and then show up at the game and still put up the numbers he did, that is one amazing guy. Not that it's a good thing. I'm just saying he was able to do things that other people could not do mm-hmm. at the time. And we'll come back to him when we, when we get to the greatest players of all time. But let's talk about something a little, a lot more controversial in baseball. And it seems like everyone I talk to has a completely different take on this. Who's the greatest pitcher of all time? And we're going to throw out the old um, dead ball era we're going to throw out Cy Young and uh, Mordecai Three Finger Brown and all those old guys who put up great numbers. But let's start with uh, maybe the 60s and on. Um, who do you like, uh, Marco, as as your favorite pitcher or greatest well, pitcher? Well, you know, I I named my firstborn male after Nolan Ryan uh, for, <laughs> for the same reason of Nolan Ryan being, you know, the, the workhorse that he was during his time um, threw up some um, amazing numbers, uh, great ERA, untouchable as far as no hitters. Uh, to this day, I believe he still leads the league in no hitters. Um, yes. Seven yeah. is, is the number, which, you know, it's, I think it's going to get harder and harder to do with, you know, great hitting and great athletes that come out. Uh, but, you know, amazing uh velocity in his 40s which is just amazing to see somebody throw 100 plus mile an hour uh fastballs way into their later years and uh overall um just i believe he was probably uh strategic players in the game uh when it came to get on the uh, on the hill so my top pick would probably no, be Nolan Ryan. Um, and then from there on, you know, Sandy Koufax is just 
probably one of my top. It's tough because Sandy Koufax and Nolan Ryan are my top, uh, but I never saw Sandy Koufax pitch, but he was amazing himself, and he also is up there with the no-hitters and just threw some amazing numbers for the Dodgers. You know, um, I've heard the argument for Nolan Ryan from many uh, people before. My uh, father-in-law, before he passed away, he, he got to see – uh, the Yankees play in the thirties and forties and got a ball tossed to him by Whitey Ford. And, you know, he saw, you know, Lou Gehrig guys right. like that play. Um, he, he loved Nolan Ryan and thought he was the greatest. I would make the case that Nolan Ryan does not make the top 20. And here's why most of the seasons uh, on the Astros. Now, again, he was on the Astros, which was a pretty yeah. bad team, but most, yeah. most of the years he was on that team, he was not the best pl- pitcher on that team, stats-wise. Joaquin Andohar was better than him for one year. There were guys that threw faster in, in Andohar. There were guys that threw, got more wins. There were guys with lower ERA. So he didn't, he didn't really dominate. Now, if you're looking at no-hitters and an all-time strikeout lead, by far, no, yeah. he's the greatest. He got first pick on that section or category. Yeah, but as far as overall pitching, I just I just don't see it when you see some of the other guys and how they led their teams. Like if you look at it again, he never led the Astros to any sort of uh, championship or or title. Um, Nolan, why don't you chime in here? Who do you like for um, pitchers? I like Nolan Ryan. I like Sandy Koufax and Randy Johnson. Those are all great pitchers during that time. If I had to pick my favorite, it'd be you... Nolan Ryan because my name is Nolan. Yep, I can see that. And he threw the heat. He sure, certainly did. How about you, Eli? Who do you like? Well, I like two pitchers, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But I like Randy Johnson and Nolan Ryan. Now, you may think if you're like, like, why did he pick Randy Johnson? Well, I picked Randy Johnson because, well, his stats were amazing, but he also won a team that the D-backs to a World Series that nobody would have ever thought he could have done. And then Nolan Ryan, yeah, he on the Astros, he may not have been amazing, but he was dominant with his power and kept on putting up those numbers into his late years. Yeah, and you know, um, he put up strikeout numbers back before strikeouts oh, were yeah. a thing. Today, um, his strikeout numbers wouldn't be that impressive just because there's so many strikeouts. But back in his day, people didn't strike out like they do today. So, you know, that that was a, a big factor, mm-hmm. I think. Um, a couple other pitchers uh, we didn't mention. Um, Greg Maddox, um, one of my favorites, was a Cub. And uh, like every great pitcher, they didn't become great until they left the Cubs, and then they become superstars. Dennis Eckers leave oh, I, I know um, Dennis Eckers. Great. Oh, yeah, he was great, but when he was on the Cubs, yeah. not so much. So Gr- Greg Maddox, but the, again, the thing about Greg Maddox is he uh, was part of a rotation that was dominant through the 90s. There was uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves were an amazing team, led to the World Series in, I think, 95. Um, and so uh, he had uh, – he put up the numbers and he also led his team to victory. Well, that, that, team, was, that team was pretty um, amazing with, you know, Schmoltz and Gladden uh, and, uh, you know, yeah. Maddox. Yeah. They had a they had a great team. Uh, Maddox again was the uh, the ace of that staff. 
Um, Bob Gibson for his time. Um, great, great pitcher. Although he's on um, my team's rival, the St. Louis Cardinals. I, I have to give him points off for that, but he was an, a dominant uh, pitcher as was Steve Carlton. Um, a great, great player with Philadelphia. Um, I believe he was with Philadelphia growing up. Um, um, so it's hard to say. Everybody's got a different yes. opinion on that. Um, Roger Clemens comes up, but again, the steroid thing is going to go against him. I don't know uh, about the, the Hall of Fame for him or if, if, if he's eligible or, or he won't be able to make it because of that. But a uh, lot of good pitchers. I don't think uh, – oh, Tom Seaver, another great, oh, yeah. great pitcher. Uh, he was with the, the Mets and, uh, and I think Cincinnati Reds uh, when the, the big red machine – was dominant in 1975 and 76. Um, great, great pitcher. But again, uh, nobody really dominated pitching like uh, some of these hitters have dominated, which uh, brings us to our, our final uh, category here, the greatest uh, baseball player of all time all around. Um, Nolan, why don't you, you start with this one? Who do you think will go down? Maybe pick your top couple players. Um, I start with. Babe Ruth, then I go down to Ted Williams, then I go to Pete Rose, even though Pete Rose butted on his team, I still think he's a really great player. He said, he said mm-hmm. what? Oh, bet on his team? Yeah. How about you, Eli? Uh, for what? A greatest baseball player oh, of all time. Um, well, for me, I have a few of them, and I'll tell you why in a sec. But I'd choose Pete Rose, um, Hank Aaron, and Willie Mays. And the three, oh, why I would have chose these three are because, like, Willie Mays, as well as, like, Willie McCovey, they both... They represented who they were and who the Giants team was back then. And then Pete Rose, he was a joy to see, like, I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw a picture of him going into the dugout after hitting a home run. He looked really pretty happy, and he also looked like he put up a lot of stats. And then for my final, Hank Aaron, because not only did he put up amazing stats, but he also uh, did it for the joy of playing, not just the, the money or, yeah. Yeah, back in the day that uh, there was more, they, they played more for the game and they weren't superstars yeah. like they are today. You How know, about you, Mark? Marco? I, I look at players from – Back in the day, and I look at players now, you know, we're looking at calling out the the top players of our time currently, you know, claiming Mike Trout being one of the greatest players ever just because of his amazing defense, his body structure, his amazing stick. There's a lot of great players that are currently playing the game of baseball that are going to go down as, you know, greatest players of, of all time. Unfortunately, the numbers being thrown by the old school players like Babe Ruth and, and, uh, you know, Barry Bonds and Ted Williams. Those guys are just amazing. 
and uh, it'd be hard to match, you know, uh, you know, like the 400 batting average that Williams did and, and things like that. Um, every player has their strengths and weaknesses. Um, so when I try to claim the greatest player of all time, I want to see somebody who is utility in my eyes, who's able to do multiple things on the field and, and hit for average uh, along with power. So in this list specifically here, um, you know, the greatest players of all time that stand out to me would not specifically in this order, but uh, might be most likely Babe Ruth would be up there in my top pick. Uh, Pete Rose because of just his aggressiveness and uh, his hustle and, and hitting, you know, numbers that will never, ever be beat uh, for hitting for, uh, for, you know, base hits. And uh, I would also have to say, you know, Willie Mays, great player, you know? Um, so th those three will probably yeah. stand out to me as far as being great all around baseball players. Yeah, that's interesting. An interesting point you made is, is it's again, it's difficult to compare somebody from an, an older era and today. Um, one, and for example, there, there are more players today. There's 30 teams, so there's significantly more teams. Um, it's a larger player pool, and so it's harder for people to stand out. You know, when, when there were eight, eight teams in the American League and eight teams in the National League, that's roughly half the number of teams yeah. that we've got today. And so... So you, you got more playing time because, you know, there, there were fewer, fewer players in the pool, you know, people, and you were under the microscope a little bit more. And so, um, again, you're right. That, uh, I, I hear people say great things about Mike Trout. It, is he as good as the hype? That's my, my first question. I mean, have you guys yeah. watched Mike Trout? Uh, I've, is he that I, good? I've seen Mike Trout at Dodger Stadium play. Um, I've seen him at Angel Stadium play. Uh, Mike Trout is overall um, probably the top specimen as far as you would want to see in a baseball player as far as defensive ability, um, hitting strength, hitting technique, um, off-field uh, you know, work that he puts into his craft. And, and he's just an overall great specimen of a baseball player. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not an an American League fan, uh, nor I'm a, an Angels fan, um, so I don't get to see him play. Uh, and the Cubs have only played uh, the Angels a couple of times in the last few years, um, and so it's it's really hard to to get an opinion. I've heard great things about him, but I just I don't get a chance to see him play. Um, so my pick for greatest player of all time, again, it's it's hard to compare, but. Um, I'm going to put Babe Ruth number one because he he's really dominated the uh, the sport and is probably responsible for keeping the sport going when when it um, transitioned from the dead ball era to what we call the modern era. Um, he was the guy who uh, who brought people to the ballpark basically and you know was a an anchor of those Yankees that won so many World Series um, and so they just. They don't make him like Babe Ruth. He's also here's a great statistic: uh, who's the greatest hitting pitcher of all time? Babe Ruth. Uh, he was he started out as a pitcher, um, and he was a pretty good pitcher. Um, and obviously, yeah, he did, amazing. Uh, well, yeah. So so he did a lot. Um, I'm also gonna throw up uh, Pete, Pete Rose up there. He was my favorite player growing up. Um, 
when I was a kid, when I was your age, Eli, um, I wanted to be Pete Rose. And when we, you know, said, when we called out, I'm this player, that was the guy I wanted to be. And it was because when he got a walk, he took a base on balls, he ran to first base. He wanted, he, he was 110% all yeah. the time. He would, he pioneered the, the head first slide into third base. He pioneered bowling over the catcher, which you're not allowed to do anymore, but it made the game exciting in that one, uh, all-star game highlight reel. You see Babe Ruth coming to the bottom of the ninth and the guys and it's tied and, he, and he's going in. He knocks that catcher over. There was nothing like that. The game, he changed the game dramatically throughout the seventies, not to mention he's the baseball's all-time hit leader, which means not only has he got longevity, but he hit more than anybody else. And he also uh, led his team to uh, world series and also was a manager, one of the last player managers we have in the yeah. game. I don't know if you remember that, but when he was kicked out, uh, he was uh, he was managing well, the Reds. Uh, when did he, or how um, long did he manage for? Yeah, it was, uh, it was just years. a few years. Um, yeah, which, you know, people don't do that anymore. You might see that, uh, a resurgence of that coming up, but it's been a long time. Um, I'd also like to give props to Ted Williams. Um, hitting 400, no matter what era you're in, is is a uh, a feat that we may never see again. That's just an incredible feat, um, especially with uh, the people swinging for the fences and home run balls. He really did. Uh, One did thing some great, I like about Williams is um, that he didn't swing for the fence. He swung for joy, and he swung. He wasn't swinging for the fence straight like what we have in this area. Right. Yeah. And then um, Ty Cobb, I'm going to throw in there um, again. He was a bad guy. Um, personally, he, he played the game a little on the dirty side, but he was uh, one of those all around players who put up numbers like nobody else and did some amazing things. It was a little bit before uh, Babe Ruth's time. Um, so it's kind of hard to, to, to compare him, but, uh, he, he certainly is a legend. Um, and then lastly, let's talk about the, the hall of fame. Um, does, uh, do ba- do, does Pete Rose and do Barry Bonds belong well, in the hall question. of fame? Uh, yeah. Would, yeah I, would say, I would say, go ahead, Nolan. Pete Rose, because he's overdue and. Barry Bonds kind of treated really bad because if you get more strength, you can hit more home runs and you can be more like get more money um, and also hit more home runs and get you closer to the uh, to the World Series. And that's not how you play, but sure. Pete Rose didn't do really that bad of a thing, even though he did something really bad. But I think Pete Rose is overdue. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm I'm tainted because I'm a huge Pete Rose fan, but I just don't see the I can't compare betting on baseball to using steroids um, unless, like, okay, the the Black Sox, uh, the the Black Sox scandal what was it like 1918, um, 1919? Um, those guys threw the game. And that is, to me, is strike three, you're out yeah. no matter what. Because 
you have to try your best. I can't see Pete Rose knowing the, the person he was and the player he was. He never threw anything. If, if, if you were to bet on your own team, go out there and say, I'm going to bet on my team and then play your hardest. I don't personally see anything wrong with that. Uh, Marco, do you, what do you, what's you your know, I was on the big, uh, betting on my baseball? My dad was a huge and uh, we were raised Dodgers, but we were huge big red machine fans just because of the, the whole dynamics yeah. of their team, which is probably one of the greatest teams ever formed in baseball. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of betting going on these days in baseball, I'm sure. Uh, you know, Michael Jordan loved to bet on bait, uh, on, on sports. Um, if you're looking at betting in sports or betting in baseball and you basically put yourself in a spot where you are betting on a game and you, you throw the game. So you basically bet against your team. Um, then I could see a little bit of that being an issue. Um, and I know betting is, you know, definitely morally not correct. But at that time, when he bet on his team, he bet that they were that they were going to win. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I guess I think he bet on his team yeah, that they were going to pull through and win. So betting the the overconfidence sure. of doing it um, is just shows you know the ability of the team. But overall, if you look at the big picture, the actual betting of of the game, I could see that being a problem. Uh, gambling in itself is a problem. So, you know, the, I know these, these guys that play sports are, they're all role models and have to present themselves properly. Uh, but I think he's been punished long enough. I think he's to the point where, you know, he's been out of the game for a while. He's already asked for forgiveness. Um, they, they always um, bring him out to, to Cincinnati games and they announce him and they cheer for him. So, I mean, the fans want it and they should be able to go ahead and give the fans what they want, you know? Sure. Now um, I, uh, the, the betting one, I never quite understood. I completely understand uh, the steroid use using banned substances. Um, now there's they're suspending a lot of players for domestic violence, uh, for being violent to girlfriends or wives, um, and they're they're serving long suspensions for something like that. Should something like that keep a guy out of the Hall of Fame? Now I understand uh, steroids should because it directly affected the game, but should a player's um, actions off the field? prevent them from being in the, uh, no, the Hall of Fame? Because, well, this why. Why I'd say no is because, yeah, they committed something wrong and they got suspended, but it's not like it caused, like, sure, they caused it maybe a little stirred up the family, but it wasn't like you got divorced immediately it wasn't like you caused any domestic violence to anybody else is why I'd say no. no. How about no, you, uh, Nolan? You got anything to add? One thing. I want to say something about um, Nolan Ryan. There's a quote that says, 43-year-old Nolan Ryan once took a Bo Jackson hit off the face and got Bo out, then stayed in the game for another 17 outs striking out eight and seven innings while licking his own blood. 
No, sir. No, sir, they didn't make them like this anymore. That's true. You know, I watched him play, and what boy, he could just throw inning after inning after inning, and he threw 100 miles an hour, well, close to that, for, you know, all of the time. So he, he, he did throw hard. Um, last, last question I, want, I just want to throw out very quickly. Um, who's your best player in the game today, or who's your favorite player oh, in the game today? Eli? Well, I have two of them, actually. Um, my first one is Buster Posey. As you know, Giants fans out there, of course. baseball catcher fans out there, I wrote it on Buster Posey because he's a great player. He puts up amazing stats, but he also plays the game because he has the talent to. So I think that's one thing. And then the other thing was um, – all rise for the judge. If you're a Yankees fan, you know what I'm talking about. Aaron Judge. Um, I enjoyed him because, well, I did a book report on him, but how he grew up, he, I felt like, was born to play the game. Just how he, how reading his book, how he progressed and all through high school. He retained that talent, but he also played it because, well, he had the talent for it. He, I saw him play at uh, Yankee Stadium. We were in uh, New York. We took the subway to a game just to see him hit a home run, and uh, I think he went 0 for 5. <laughs> he had a bad day. But he's, he's yeah. a, uh, an enormous human being. He's fantastic. So tough um, decision. Nolan, um, who's your favorite player? Cody Bellinger, John Carlo. But I have to say – John Carlo is a really good hitter. John Carlo? That in? Who? John Carlo and Cody uh-huh. Bellinger and Stanton. John Carlo Stanton, yeah. Those two are really good hitters. They're both really good and, on uh, offense. And I have to go with John Carlo Stanton because he just smashes balls. Uh, okay, and uh, how about you, choice for me. Marco? Uh, I like currently to watch the game of baseball. I enjoy watching Francisco Lindor. I'm a big I'm a big fan of watching Frankie Lindor because oh, yeah. he's just always happy. He enjoys the game and uh, amazing, you know, switch hitter and a, a great defense and. Uh, Another player that I like to watch a lot is Chapman from the Oakland A's third baseman. Oh yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't get to see not the A's a, very not a much. Big fan, um, so but I know just much amazing about, uh, defense. It's just so fun to watch. I mean, talent. Just so much talent. I mean, hitting hitting the baseball is is hard in itself, but stopping. You know, line drives in the hot corner and making amazing plays is one of my favorite things to do. So I, I'll give it up to watching Frankie Lindor and also Chapman, those two players. Uh, one thing I wanted to add, uh, when you play the game, I'd say athleticness comes second, playing it for 
a dream comes first. Mm-hmm. Agree. Okay, and I'll, let me give you my top player. If you are not a Javier Baez fan, you have not been watching uh, 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 Javier uh, Baez uh, baseball. Uh, That's all I can tell you. That El, El Mago is is amazing. You, you talk about defense, um, and and I was t- talking to Eli earlier about this. Um, the his ability to tag players uh, at uh, shortstop or at second base is like is so much better than anyone else in the game. I didn't even know that it, it was a skill. I thought up until the time that I saw Baez do that, I thought that like, it's just something that you yeah, do, like, that oh, everybody does it the same. You the tag a player. just tagged out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Right, but his, his hands are so quick. And and I don't know if you uh, you saw the shot when he was amazing. playing in the World oh, yeah. Baseball Championship uh, for the Puerto Rico team. He, he he was not even looking at the guy he tagged. He was looking straight ahead towards home plate, tagged the guy and ran to the didn't even look at the play and and the guy was out. And now on the other side of the coin, he uh, he does this swim move where when he's sliding into a base and the guy puts his glove down, he can avoid it. Nine times out of ten, he goes around and 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 is safe and plays where he should. He the ball was there a second before him, and he goes around it and he's safe. Um, amazing stuff to watch. Not only that, he he can hit the long ball. He can hit for average for power um, and and defense like nobody. So he's probably uh, the most exciting player in the game for me. Um, after that, I'd like there, there's to a add lot of something players, to but, you, Mark. Uh, Javi's just so much fun to watch. Something I know you Giants fans and Cubs fans, as a Giants fan, I feel kind of bummed because I've seen Buster Posey and other great Giants walk off the Cubs here in the West Coast. But I have to admit, Javi has talent as well as other shortstops for you out there if I, we left any out there. All of you guys have amazing shortstops, but Javi and a few others rank the top, I'd have to admit. He's, he's great. Yeah, it wouldn't be a podcast episode if, if uh, Eli had not thrown the, the oh, walk-off victory against man, the Cubs I can by, remind by him Buster every Posey time of that. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great game, 15 innings. we got to love it. All right, well, this will bring Thank episode you, four to a Thank close. You. Thank you for joining uh, us, you. Uh, Nolan, Thank you for and Marco, and Eli. And, we'll, hopefully, yes. and hopefully soon Thanks, we'll be able Mark, to hear them yell, play ball. Take it. Thank you. We'll Take see care, you bye. for episode five. Thank you, Mark. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Got it. Bye. Bye. All right. Yeah. Well, Nolan, how do you feel about that? And it doesn't have to be domestic violence. If a guy does something off the field that's bad, um, should that lead to him not no, being able to be in the Hall of Fame? It's not part of baseball and not part of what they're doing in baseball. But if if that what they're if what they're doing off baseball is hurting them inside baseball, and the coaches are getting mad, yes, they should not go to the Hall of Fame. I agree. Well, you know, we're talking about how about you, Marco? We're talking about top athletes that are 
being observed under the microscope by a lot of youth. A lot of kids, uh-huh. a lot of kids want to be like, you know, Babe Ruth or a Mike Trout or a Pete yeah. Rose. Um, and these guys are role models. So there has to be a criteria of what is basically the actual, you know, uh, requirements to be in the Hall of Fame. Is it just your, your, your ability to be a, a, a baseball player or is it your overall um, contribution to the game and what you do uh, outside the game. Everybody has personal lives. Uh, everybody has, uh, you know, a life off off the field. Um, we never know exactly what happens when these, uh, you know, allegations of abuse come around. Um, but no man should ever go ahead and, and lift his hand and become, you know, abusive to their girlfriend or wife or spouse or fiance. Um, and to me, I feel that it should be something where they should maintain character on and off the uh-huh. field. You know, clearly we see sometimes, you know, baseball players get upset by a bad call. They get upset. They raise their voice. They get kicked out of the game. You know, that's part of the game. That's part uh-huh. of the, that part of the show is part of the game. Now, maintaining character off the field by being a, a role model to the youth. And you know that if something happens, it's going to come out in the media. Um, you know, that might be something that we should look at as far as possibly, you know, being a negative to being allowed to the Hall of Fame. Because you're, you're into the Hall of Fame, that means that you're being recognized for who you are. So as an individual, it it goes just more than just a baseball player. I think it's as the individual, getting into the Hall of Fame is very important. Agree. Yeah, I'd have to agree with the boys on this, that um, what you do off the field, as long as it doesn't affect the game itself, it's it's not a uh, greatest guy Hall of Fame. It's greatest baseball Hall of Fame. And so – and, and I think the, the standards that baseball is using to hold these guys up changes over the years. Right now, um, domestic violence is a big issue, and, and it's always been an issue, but they didn't raise that issue in the 1930s. It just never came up, um, but it does today. Back in the 30s or uh, 40s, um, they, made a, uh, they may have made a big deal of, of, of a guy being an alcoholic or, you know, if they applied the same kind of standards today as they did back then, they might've said Babe Ruth can't be in the hall of fame because of his antics off the field, because he stayed up late and he caroused and, and he, he did stuff. Um, or you could say uh, in the, in the, there's a lot of people who think that Ty Cobb shouldn't be in the hall of fame because he played the game dirty because he spiked people and he did things. Uh, he was a nasty player. And so that type of play shouldn't be in the hall of fame, but yet he is in the hall of fame. And, and I think rightly so because of, of the numbers he put up, um, he didn't do anything that was against the rules that, you know, tainted the game in terms of the numbers. He just played aggressively, I guess, too aggressively. So I would have to say, you know, I, I unless it's something that affects the game, um, you can say, He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a great baseball player. He was a jerk or he was a bad guy, but 
he could play baseball like nobody else. And I think that's what the Hall of Fame is about. But that's my opinion. I guess um, who the guys who vote make that decision. And so far, the people who have voted have said the steroids steroid users are out and, and they can't can't be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm.